Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monica Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome, everyone, to Beyond Barriers. Today, we are going to be discussing why setting boundaries is so important, and not just to achieve your goals, but also for your health and well-being. And this has become, as Nikki mentioned earlier, a really important topic because in the past year of working from home, boundaries have kind of been blurred between work and home, um, and most people are experiencing burnout about Mm -hmm. now because it's been a good year and a half, 18 months that we've been working from home and you don't have those normal breaks that you do in the workplace where you might get up and go to the water cooler or get up and go grab a snack mm-hmm. or get up and go grab lunch and talk to chat with, chat with people, you know, yeah. coworkers. You're just in front of the computer at home taking video call after video call after video meeting and you forget sometimes to even get up and have lunch even that daily commute sometimes can be a really good way to have uh you know some sort of punctuation and even that's gone exactly and so here's the good news and the bad news, right? Remote working is not going away at all. There's going to be a hybrid now. And so we're going to share with you tips and tools that you can really maybe stop coping with the burnout and start thriving and learn how to set those boundaries so that you are doing excellent work. Right. And I think that's um, so much of what is the new um, trend and reality that most organizations are having to deal with Mm -hmm. is that there is no going back to how it was. There is no uh, sort of, you know, COVID and the pandemic will be gone and then we'll all go back to the offices to our nine to five lifestyle. That's just not going to happen. So what is emerging is, uh, you know, different organizations are trying to figure out what works for their culture and their priorities, whether it's a hybrid model, whether it's a fully remote model. Um, And really the shift of focus from, you know, making it about um, where you work to mm-hmm. becoming about what really doesn't matter where or when you work. Mm-hmm. But that's not just an adjustment for companies. It's also an adjustment for everyone working in them yes. in that we have to shift how we operate and make it work for us uh, versus thinking like the same way we used to work right. before is just going to translate into you know, the right level of performance, productivity, or even well-being. So, um, you know, that's why this topic is so important and something that we ourselves are responsible for. Mm -hmm. So first off, regarding burnout and stress, you know, it's it's easy to think that it's just because of long hours and um, just a lot of workload, right? But you could be working 16 hours a day mm-hmm. and still be healthy and happy. So it's not really about time as such, you know, that causes burnout. It's about your needs not being met in some yes. way. And that's unique to each person. So right. the amount of sleep that I need might be different from yours or, you know, when you prefer to have your yes. meals or what kind of exercise you need or even your need for connection with people 
each of us has different needs. And so really it comes down to designing an environment that helps you get what you need and achieve your goals. So ultimately each of us is responsible for not only valuing ourselves, Mm -hmm. but also our time and focus. Exactly. And that's not selfish. That's self-care. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, um, Monica, I've, uh, you know, admired how you've been very disciplined in setting, in establishing mm-hmm. boundaries and sticking to them no matter what um, mm-hmm. throughout various roles and various companies. And you've always prioritized what's important, mm-hmm. you know, to you. So, you know, share a little bit about how you got so good at it because it's not very common. And mm-hmm. I've been impressed to see just how well you do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly it was a muscle I had to develop and it was uncomfortable at first, just like when you first start working out and you get sore. Um, It's it's a little, you know, I was always worried about, will I be judged for it? But at the end of the day, I I had no choice because in those moments, you know, in my example that I'll share with you is I had elder care responsibilities Mm -hmm. and my mother became very ill and um, she was having to go to the doctor and to the hospital multiple times a week. And I was, you know, the one who was the primary care for her elder care. And she was living with me um, it, you know, we had to move her out of Texas and she moved in with me so that we could get the utmost care for her. And so I really, at the end of the day, learned that being transparent and setting expectations and being just open, honest and authentic with the people around you and setting those boundaries honestly liberated me and gave me more freedom. And so really having my calendar and sharing my calendar with everybody and letting them know that like, if I have this blocked in red and it says, you know, doctor appointment with mom, that is a non-negotiable. If I leave it in a different color or whatever, reach out to me and we can work around it. But it was really that communication. It comes down to communication, but then also just being completely unapologetic and mm-hmm. saying like, here are the things that I am, am trying to balance. Um, and balance is the wrong word, right? I'm trying to integrate parts of my life and work. Um, but ultimately, I'm going to get my work done. It just doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen between the na- hours of nine to six. Uh, but at the end of the day, I will deliver by the time we need things to get done. And mm-hmm. everybody was on board. Right. And so it just became a normal kind of, it was the new normal. And it was like when people were needing to schedule appointments with me, they'd look at my calendar and then we would work together to figure out a time that we would get things done. And I was able to tend to my mother and her healthcare and get my work done and manage my team and manage a global executive role that I was running. But Mm -hmm. it came down to being unapologetic, stop personally, stop feeling guilty that I was doing this and then just communicating and Mm -hmm. managing those expectations. And then, you know, working out something that was mutually beneficial for both groups. And, you know, the benefit of that uh, went beyond just being able Mm -hmm. to take care of your mom and also perform extremely well in your job. The benefit of that was also the long-term impact is yes. that even though she is gone, that that f- sense of satisfaction knowing you did everything possible. Absolutely. There was no regret to say, oh gosh, I can't believe I wasn't there for her enough because you know I, I didn't cancel that meeting or exactly. I said yes when I should have said no. There's no regrets and that's mm-hmm. powerful. And that could be whether it's with childcare, elder care, or just self-care. Yes. Whatever that is to uh you know to put priority on what's important, 
allows you to not only, you know, get the right results and live without regrets, but actually perform better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me, this um, was a lesson learned even as an entrepreneur, because Mm -hmm. uh, one of the big differences is that as an entrepreneur, if you're not setting boundaries for yourself, they literally do not exist unless (laughs) you set them. Right. So in a company, there could be, you know, there's certain set times and when you start work or end work or meetings that other people put on your schedule. But as an entrepreneur, there are no boundaries unless you said them. And, you know, when you're on this role of a big mission, you could just, you know, be on this endless uh, mission to keep working harder, longer, and ignore every other aspect of your life. And that uh, gets even worse. The bigger your company Mm -hmm. gets, the worse your life actually gets. And ultimately, it takes away all joy of that entire journey if you don't have any ground rules. So. Mm You know, that was something that um, I actually did learn the hard way of I even when I thought I had boundaries, I actually didn't have as uh, strong boundaries as I needed. And um, just implementing those have been so powerful. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future ready leader. Well, That's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. So let's break this down. What are the steps to establish boundaries? Yeah. So first off, you know, um, before we talk about the steps, I think it's really thinking, uh, recognizing, um, having the right mindset around boundaries. Mm-hmm. Boundaries um, don't make you inflexible. They actually make you effective, mm-hmm. right? It's the most important mechanism you have to live life on your own terms yes. and to be the creator of your own destiny. Because without that, you're essentially sort of handing the power to someone else or to everybody else and saying, you decide where I should focus. You decide what I should put my time towards. You decide how I should feel today. Um, and <laughs> if right. you've given your power to everybody else, then you're going to get what they have in mind for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so boundaries are that real mechanism that helps you do that. Mm-hmm. Also, when we think about boundaries, we often think that it's, uh, you know, just about time. Mm. And, yeah, exactly. you know, so you think about boundaries, I need to draw boundaries with my time. But it's more than just time. Boundaries can also help you protect your energy, mm-hmm. your focus, and even your values. So mm-hmm. if someone saps your energy and uh, or they're just misaligned with your values or they violated your trust or they simply distract you from what's important to you, mm-hmm. then, you know, you ha- must use boundaries to protect yourself and your dreams. Right. Um, because boundaries aren't just about what you're keeping out. Mm -hmm. It's also being intentional about what you let in. Right. And that's the real power of boundaries. Exactly. It's who you surround yourself, those cheerleaders, those people who are going to give you that additional umph to keep moving forward. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay. So breaking down, how do we establish boundaries? What are the steps? 
So um, here are the steps that have worked well for us and uh, both in a corporate setting as well as an entrepreneurial yes. setting. So regardless of what your part uh, particular situation might be, think about this in the context of how to make it work for you. So first off, boundaries begin by knowing your own priorities and why they matter. Mm -hmm. You can't set boundaries if you're not entirely clear about why something is important. Right. So going back to Monica's example, you know, her priority was taking care of her mom's health care. And it was important for, you know, a relationship that was, you know, absolutely the most precious thing that she wanted to nurture. And so making sure that that was the number one priority. And at the same time, not saying, hey, I'm opting out of my career. I'm exactly. going on a sabbatical. No, my career is important. And so is my family. I'm going to make it work. So getting very clear about your priorities and why they matter. Yes, exactly. Number two, once you know that, determine what it requires of you. Does it require you to invest your time or maybe be in a certain location? Whatever that is, whatever resources you need mm -hmm. towards those priorities, then make that commitment to reflect that, right? right. So it could be, uh, for example, this could be blocking off days on your calendar when you have doctor's appointments, yes. or um, even if it's a daily habit, like blocking off time when you uh, want to go running or, you know, want to have mm -hmm. dinner with your family. Yeah. Put it on your calendar and make it non-negotiable. Um, if you block it off first, then in, you're essentially prioritizing mm -hmm. what, where you want to invest your time as opposed to letting other people take up time on your calendar and then working around that, mm -hmm. right? Because then you're essentially saying, my goals and my needs are not as important as your need for my time. Yes. So mm -hmm. in that, being able to just reflect your you know, time, your environment accordingly. Exactly. And I mean, and it's extremely important of, of reflecting on those on those priorities and the time that it's going to take and then being able to, you know, which we'll talk about is setting expectations with both parties right. as well. Which is exactly that's step number three is once you have made those commitments to yourself, if you're not committed to your own priorities, you can't expect other people to be right. Once you've made that commitment, the next step is now have that honest dialogue, you know, set expectations with other people, let them know that, hey, my calendar reflects certain non-negotiable, you know, mm -hmm. commitments, um, whether it's a work meeting or a friend who wants your time, just make it non-negotiable. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things that we do, and I know I used to suffer from it, is that we try to overcompensate by saying, you know, if there was a meeting and, and I had it blocked for either a, maybe my mom's appointment or maybe it was just now time for myself, like just to relax or just to be able to have a break for myself someone would reach out and try to book something over it. And I would go and over explain instead of saying, Hey, I have a meeting. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a meeting that's, that can't be moved. Can we, you know, do, do it another time. Right. So, you know, don't be, um, you know, uh, so flexible with yes. the commitments you've made. Your commitments have to be firm. Uh, yes, there's going to be the occasional time where you might have to override, but make it the exception, not the rule. Yes. If you set time on your calendar and then constantly override it, Mm -hmm. You're essentially telling yourself your own priorities are just you're not breaking that important. your boundaries. Right? Yeah, you're, you're not setting boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. So set expectation using your calendar. Even use things like uh, you know whether it's your phone turning it off at a certain mm -hmm. 
point or do not disturb settings um, at a certain point when it's just not at the time that you want to take calls. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, email is really important. I set expectations about when I'm going to respond to email. I'm not on email all the time um, at all. I check email maybe two or three times a day. And the rest of the time, you just set expectations that I, you know, you can even put a a footer in your email signature that Mm -hmm. says, I check email at these times, you know, don't expect quick responses. Um, The other thing is if there's a certain late hour where you're working on email, Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's like 10 o'clock at night. Instead of hitting send at that time, because now you're violating somebody else's boundaries where you might expect them to respond. Mm -hmm. Maybe just keep it in your draft folder or schedule to send later. So there's things like that that you can do. That is an amazing hack that I learned because I learned that, you know, you do have to set examples. And so if you set boundaries and say, look, I don't bother me after 7 p.m. or 6 p.m., then don't send emails out to people, even if you may be working after that time. Because Um, they don't know that. They 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 might think, okay, this is important. I should respond at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Or people see it and they say, oh, well, she's always working. She sends me emails at 8 p.m. I'm going to reach out to her anyway. So then you've given them permission and you've kind of given away your power. So right. set those boundaries. And I love Model the, the behavior. Yeah, I love the timers. Like you can set, like have it go out at eight in the morning yeah. and and or send it the next morning out of your draft. So I love that hack. Right. So number four is um, when you say no, you don't have to always say no directly. You can also be sort of decline um, in a more flexible way by offering alternatives. So a lot of times people feel like, oh, if I say no, maybe it's to a friend, you know, I really needed some downtime this weekend, but my friend wants to, you know, go hang Mm -hmm. out somewhere, go on, you know, um, a road trip or something. And I'm really not up for it, but I don't know how to say no. Mm -hmm. Just offer alternatives that, you know, this weekend isn't ideal for me. And, you know, but how about we do it this other weekend? Or how about if we do something different that, you know, is more flexible for you? So offer alternatives, because it also makes the other person Mm -hmm. feel less rejected, uh, and makes them feel like, you know, they still have control over the situation. So, um, you know, don't feel like if keeping your boundaries means that you have to be really harsh and rude and mean and say no, uh, you know, very uh, difficult way, you can always do it by offering alternatives. Yeah. And at work, I used to always, and like I said, less is more. I would just go back and say, hey, sorry, I have a, a conflict at this time. Can we do this an hour later? Or can we do this tomorrow morning? Is it yeah. urgent? And most of the time, 99% of the time, they're like, oh, yeah, we can do it an hour later or tomorrow or whenever. Or if they came back and said, no, actually, it's really urgent and no one, everybody can only meet at this time, then you know that that's the exception that you're going to make. But mm-hmm. usually just put it out there and say, I can't move this meeting. And even if it's your own personal time, they don't need to know. You can just say, I have a commitment. I can't move it. Can this be done at another time? 99% of the time, the answer will be yes. Mm -hmm. And you then have basically saved your boundaries. That's exactly right. So that takes us to our final step, number five, which is protect against predators. (laughs) And what I mean by that is predators are the ones that will, you know, take, you know, constantly take things from you, whether it's your time, your attention, Mm -hmm. your focus, your energy, 
protect yourself from that. You know, that is when maybe a hard no is necessary, where mm-hmm. it's not even giving alternatives. It's simply saying, sorry, that doesn't work for me. Or I have uh, a commitment and you don't need to over explain mm-hmm. or go into details about why that's not going to work. You can simply decline and say no, and you'll feel great about it because mm-hmm. you took a stance and you stood for what's important to you. And in those situations, you know, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's also um, appropriate to ask questions. So if this is in a work situation, for example, um, and, you know, there's a meeting that had 12 attendees invited, feel free to ask, uh, you know, if, if your reason for being in that meeting is not entirely clear and it's not the best use of your time, you should be asking, am I really needed for this meeting or can I just get a report out? or mm-hmm. notes from this meeting to keep me in the loop. Um, I think uh, one of the biggest time sucks and mm-hmm. things that breaks everybody's yes. boundaries are you know, unnecessary meetings with unclear agendas, unnecessary attendees, or extended periods of time. What could be done you know, in 30 minutes is booked for an hour meeting, mm-hmm. or what should take really uh, a quick you know, 15 minute chat between two or three people ends up becoming a uh, hour long meeting with 12 people with Mm -hmm. opinions, or sometimes it's just an email. You could just Slack or email and resolve the issue instead of even scheduling a meeting. Yeah. And I always, you know, I always follow this acronym that I call PTR. And at the end of the day, it's really trying to understand of, you know, the meeting, is it an hour long? And like you were saying, we always have it at Monday, 9am. And, you know, and I always ask, okay, is this preference? Like, is the person who's having this, is this their preference? That can be changed. So you should challenge it. Is it tradition? Well, traditions need to change because sometimes when they set that time, it it worked for everybody and times have changed and it doesn't. Or is it an R, a requirement? And if Mm -hmm. it's required and it can't be moved and it's required because of some sort of, you know, I don't know, compliance or whatever it might be, then it's like, okay, this is the time I need to make the exception. But Two times out of three, it's going to be something that you can challenge because it's somebody's preference or just tradition that hasn't been challenged and you need to challenge it. So I always think about PTR in those situations of like, okay, is this preference, tradition, or is it a requirement? Mm -hmm. If it's a requirement, okay, I will... I will compromise, but otherwise let's work something out that works for everybody. Right. So, you know, the, and these are excellent tools Mm -hmm. to really think about how do you protect yourself from predators, right? Don't let them take away your time, focus, or priorities. And whether it's at work or home, or um, even in your friend circle, you've got to sort of, you know, be very clear about those boundaries. And when, you know, it's impossible to find reasonable paths forward, it's okay to say no. Exactly. Um, but there, you know, that's it. Those are the five. So know your priorities and why they matter. Mm-hmm. Invest your time and your resources to reflect those priorities. Set expectations with others, you know, through your calendar, mm-hmm. your email, your phone. Um, number four, decline by offering alternatives. And number five, protect yourself from predators. So there you have it take action right away, figure out the one thing that's important to you, and then set those boundaries and make it happen and thrive in your daily work. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it. 
and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.